episode of what it takes to be a woman where we talk about sex relationships women's health and so much more i am coming off from a cold so i am sorry for my <laughs> voice if it's a little uh, today you know what i mean um anyway uh so today i wanted to save this episode and i am only going to brush the surface of this topic but we are going to be talking very on the surface abusive relationships um I have a very special guest that I want to have on this podcast to talk about that. And But something happened this past week where I have to talk about this on the podcast. Um, so for those, we are, I'm not even getting into it yet. We are going to get into it in just a minute. Um, for those of you who are interested, I am getting a tattoo tomorrow and I think I'm going to... Um, blog, quote unquote, the experience of getting the tattoo. Um, and mostly my aftercare. And I will share that on my Instagram for those of you who are interested. Um, I'm really excited about this tattoo. It's something that is very special and fun for me. Um, so anyway, yes, we are going to be doing that. I'm getting that done tomorrow. So expect a little vlog type thing in the next few weeks on my at what it takes a woman, no caps, no spaces, DOS or anything. Um, on Instagram. Again, that is what it takes to be a woman. Be sure to follow. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, this does involve Natalie. She she moved. I'm so sad. Um, Nat is gone and I am so sad. Um, this does involve Natalie. So she is either going to, I think she's going to write something for me to say on the podcast, um, text it to me since she can't be here in person and um, yes. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, get ready, get excited. And we are going to be pretty serious today. I am going to be sharing some personal information from my side of the story, um, a little more in depth on Josh. Um, so yes, let's get into it. So for those of you who are, hadn't listened or for what, whatever, if you hadn't heard this episode, um, a couple episodes ago, the Does Size Really Matter episode, um, Natalie had briefly spoken about an abusive relationship she was in with a boy that we will call Mouse Boy. Um, she had spoken very briefly about it, but this relationship happened, I think, about five or six years ago. It was extremely abusive. It still has tarnished Natalie to this day. Um, and she shared that, which for the record, it is very brave for somebody to share that because when you are telling that story, you are re-experiencing it and it can be very difficult. So um, let's just preface with that. Natalie shared something that happened with her in this relationship. And um, obviously, we both understand that if we are sharing something on the podcast, it can be shared with other people. It is Other people are going to hear it. It's not a, a secret anymore, quote unquote, um, even though it wasn't before. But now our business is out there. Um, which can have people starting to talk and have conversations about it or whatever it may be. I have never had, or since I, I have yet to have a negative, um, thing come from this podcast. Um, I have had a lot of positive, um, feedback and things like that. And if it is feedback that is, um, it's constructive, if anything, you know, you should try this on the podcast or whatever. Um, so Natalie shared that story and she received a message on last week 
or yeah, last week from her ex-boyfriend, Mouse Boy, who she mentioned in the podcast. And he said, well, I heard you were talking about me on the podcast. And he said in the message that he sent her, which by the way, he is blocked on every platform. Um, Natalie obviously does not want to have contact with him. And he was so abusive to the point where she was about to get a restraining order against him. Um, he reached out, um, he was blocked. So the message is on Facebook. This is how it works. The message is kind of like hidden. I don't really understand cause I haven't had that happen to me, but, um, it's in a separate container. Um, but Natalie found this message and, um, he said that he heard she was talking about him on the podcast. He said, I haven't listened to it, nor will I. Um, and then he continues to brag about his life. He says that he now volunteers and he's a firefighter and all this other stuff. And then says, I just want you to know that you really impacted my life in a good way. And I wouldn't be who I am today without, you know, have dated you or, you know, haven't dated you. And I had to break down multiple parts of the story and I will share some of my experiences with this a little later. Um, first off, to Mouse Boy, why would you message her five, six years later? What is the point? Um, I understand that she talked about you on the podcast. That does not mean she cares about you. She shared that story to help somebody else who might be going through something similar. Um, if she cared that you were a volunteer and a firefighter and such a good person now, she would reach out. Second off, for you to have recognized that your behavior was abusive, um, but still not recognize how harmful that still is to Natalie and to message her. I have received a message like this recently, actually from Josh, and I was destroyed when I received this message. Everything bad about that relationship came rushing back to me, even though it was X amount of years ago. And so I know exactly how Natalie was probably feeling in that moment when she received this message. She didn't know what to do. She didn't know why he messaged her. You're feeling all this fear and manipulation that you felt years ago. It all comes back. So don't do that. First off, that was really shitty to message her in the first place. Um, second off to brag to me, I was talking to Natalie. She's like, why would he do this? Why would he, what was the point of it? And I said, he understands that what he did to you is horrible and awful. And he's trying to quote unquote, make up for it. He's trying to show you that he is a better person now, um, which obviously he isn't. He's still ignorant and arrogant. Um, by these messages, you could tell. Um, and we will get back into that message and all that stuff, but I did want to address how he found out about this. So, um, this specific person, I have, have never had any contact with him. I don't know him. Um, he didn't go to the high school that I graduated from that Natalie and I graduated from. I have no affiliation with him in any way, except for Natalie and one other person in my life. And this specific person when Natalie first told me this, it was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, yep, it was this person who told him. Um, and again, you can share the podcast. We understand that. Um, but it is how you are sharing it and talking about it that it can become dangerous like it did in this situation. Um, dangerous mentally for Natalie. Um, there's one specific person that is friends with Mouse Boy um, who was friends with me. Um, and I reached out because I was very upset on Natalie's behalf. Um, she is my best friend. She is my sister-in-law. I will protect her with my life. And because she's hurting and because I've been in that situation before, I know how it feels. And I was extremely pissed off. I actually recorded a podcast for this. 
um, right after the situation happened or while the situation was happening and I was just screaming and yelling and I had to delete it. I was like, you have to do this better. <laughs> um, so I reached out to this girl. I was obviously very upset. And I said, Hey, did you tell mouse boy, um, that Natalie was talking bad about him on the podcast? And she's like, no, I didn't. Why? And I was like, Oh, well, someone told him because he reached out to Natalie and you're the only person who knows him knows of my podcast and knows about Natalie. And she was like, no, I didn't do that. You know, she said, honestly, I don't really listen to your podcast. I'm like, okay. Okay. And I was just like, whatever. And I was still very pissed off. I knew it was her. I knew she was lying because this is something that she has done in the past. So I was just like, okay, whatever. We're just, yeah. And I continued texting with her about it, kind of giving her a one word response or answer or question or thing like that. And she was sending me paragraphs on why she wouldn't do that and things like that. And then eventually she says, well, maybe I did mention something um, to him or his girlfriend. And um, just I don't want to make any assumptions, but I can just imagine how that conversation went. Um, and that is what can be very hurtful. And what is hurtful to me knowing the situation, what happened and that she told them about it is that she heard the podcast. She heard what Natalie was saying and Natalie's situation. Um, even though it was a very small portion of the situation, she heard that story from Natalie and that story was blatant manipulative abuse from this, from mouse boy. And for this girl to have gone and told him probably that Natalie was talking shit about him on the podcast, um, is very hurtful for me as a woman and as a feminist that you would turn your back on somebody who was sharing a story that is very difficult to share about an abuser and go and tell the abuser in a way that probably didn't implicate the podcast in the light that Natalie was sharing it in, if that made any sense. Um, so that was hurtful. I don't want to be affiliated with this person anymore. Um, this is not the first instance where they have done something similar, where they have just been, um, fake and lying and manipulative and hurtful. Um, so I don't want to be affiliated with this person anymore. And, you know, if she doesn't listen to podcasts, which she says she does, then I guess she won't ever hear that I have these feelings and how I'm feeling. Um, but that's okay. I just want to put it out there. Um, I don't tolerate people who are going to lie and be fake and pretend to be one person and then be another person um, at the same time. Does that make sense? Everyone knows what a fake person is. And that's what this person has displayed to be to me on multiple occasions. So nope, I'm done. I'm done for good. No, not in my life anymore. <laughs> um, yes. So I wanted to share. Sorry, Nat's texting me. Um, I did want to share some of what has happened to me in the past just to, since Natalie isn't here to share really how she really was feeling, I can at least give an example of what happened with me this past year with Josh and what he sent me and kind of break it down for you guys to explain a little bit more about abusive relationships. Um, girls need to support girls. And especially in this situation, girls need to support girls who are sharing a story of abuse and don't twist their words or say in any other way than how it was. Um, 
don't be fake. And especially if I asked you, hey, um, did you share this with Mouse Boy? Say yes the first time because it does not look good when you are trying to cover it up and then finally say what, you know, what happened. So anyway, I am going to share um, an email actually that Josh sent me um, last year and we are going to break it down and talk a little bit more about abusive relationships. Again, this is just brushing the surface. Um, I am going to have a whole very long, very detailed podcast about abusive relationships very soon, hopefully. Um, but for now, this is just an incident that I needed to speak about and I need people to hear, um, and understand and just to think about. So let's get into that. So just to brush the surface of Josh and I's relationship, you know, (sighs) we're not going to keep him anonymous anymore. Um, Most people who are listening know exactly what I'm talking about, so we are just going to use his name. I am going to keep Todd anonymous until he doesn't want to be, Um, but this person, okay, we're going to be talking about Evan. That's his name. Um, I dated Evan from my sophomore to through junior year of high school. So almost two years. Um, I think it was exactly like a year and seven months or something. But anyway, um, I dated him for far too long. I don't regret dating him. I always tell people this. I don't regret dating him. I regret dating him for so long. Um, Again, he destroyed me. He decided everything that I did. He was manipulative, um, mentally abusive, and I would honestly say sexually abusive as well. Um, One thing that he would do just to um, give an example is I would have panic attacks a lot while I was living in Philadelphia. My anxiety was an all time high. Um, my dad was making some poor decisions at the time and I was living alone with him for the most part. Um, and I had panic attacks a lot and anytime I'd have a panic attack, um, Evan, I remember specifically one night I was FaceTiming him. I had a panic attack and he, wanted, um, nudes. He wanted to jack off. And I told him, I was like, are you kidding me? I'm having, like, I'm freaking out right now. And he's like, yeah, but I can't help you unless I jack off. And I told him, I was like, so if someday we get married, are you going to make me have sex with you before you help me with my mental health? And he said, yes. Um, so that's just a preface of this lovely person. Um, he cheated on me. He lied on me. He hid so many things from me. He always played the victim. And he, again, chose everything I did, chose what I posted, what I wore, who I hung out with. I told the story about my 16th birthday party. <laughs> he was a absolutely horrible, disgusting person. Um, yes, I very much dislike him. Anyway, um, I blocked him on every form of social media. Um, I don't have him on any social media. I have blocked every single email account that he has made to try and get in contact with me. Um, So, and that was years ago that I did that. Um, And to preface, um, again, he was, is Mormon and he went on a Mormon mission, which is where a girls or guys of the church will go away for two or 18 months of your girl years. Um, to somewhere that the church sends them and they cannot have contact with their family. They can email them once a week. Um, they can call them, I think a few times a year, they can have a phone call with them, but they are not allowed to use any social media or, um, 
they're not allowed to have a phone for, you know, um, social purposes. It's for their missions purposes, um, things like that. Um, they have to wear specific clothing and all this stuff. Anyway, Evan was not following basically any of the rules on his mission, which is whatever. That's his own decisions. But um, he had made, again, I had blocked him on every single thing that I possibly could. And he made um, a separate email. Let me see if it says a date. Um, this was in May of last year that I received this email. And I had not talked to him and I think it was almost two years. Um, it had been almost two years at this point that I had, oh, well, I guess I did yell at him on the phone a year before, but it had been a very long time that I had spoken to him. And the last time I spoke to him, I told him, do not contact me anymore. Um, you don't deserve to be in my life, which is true. I don't need to have you in my life for any reason. You've hurt me too much and you're not hurting me anymore, period. Anyway, so he'd sent me this email and I'm just going to read some bits and pieces just to point out some things. Okay. <sighs> Hi, Madison. I'm sure you aren't happy to see this initial pop-up, but if you could please give me a minute of your time to read this email. He says that he's been reading a lot of talks about repentance and becoming better, and he feels that he needs to do this because he's wronged me and still wants to become better. Um, so there are speakers in the church who will speak, um, the church leaders, and they will um, release those so you can read them later. So that's what he's saying is that he was reading talks about repentance, so he's seeking forgiveness for the, from the Lord for what he's done. Seems fine. Um he says that he hopes Todd isn't offended by this because um, we were still dating at the time, um, Todd and I. And he says that his desire is to right this wrong and put this behind him personally. Okay, so he apologizes for her beha his behavior during the relationship. He said he was selfish and not caring and admits that he could have been a better person and wasn't at the level of maturity that the relationship needed at the time. He said he overly sexualized me and put me in comfortable in uncomfortable positions and never meant to hurt me, lower my self-confidence or my self-esteem, which is 100% what he does. And um, he did. Yes, he is a horrible person. Um, he says that he's sorry. Anyway, he's going on and on about how sorry he is for specific situations that happened um, and saying that he did so many inappropriate things. Anyway... At the end of the email, he says, I'm sorry for bringing all these to you so late. You deserved this a lot earlier than now. And I'm sorry I wasn't mature enough to do that either. I really wish you the best. Best. I hope that one day you can forgive me and I'm not expecting a letter back or anything more than that. I really felt like I owed you this big time and I hope I wasn't wasting your time by sending this. I wish you the best with all of your endeavors and work career in schooling, church, etc. So that was just a little piece of the email. It was a very long email, um, diving into every horrible thing in our relationship. And it broke my heart. Um, I had a panic attack the second that I saw this and read it. And I actually went to Todd's work. Cause again, we were dating at the time and I was just bawling my eyes out. Um, I didn't know what else to do. I was freaking out. Um, and knowing everything that had happened, um, we sent him back an email. We as in Todd and I, because I was not gathered enough to send, um, anything productive back. Um, so we sent him an email back basically saying, um, that he's an ex for a reason to keep his distance and he does not deserve to talk to me. He wasn't worthy of talking to me anymore. And this can't be fixed with just an apology. So just to leave me alone. 
And this is the best part. And this is just to show how abusive and manipulative and how much this um, Evan hasn't really changed um, in this time frame. And I will dive into the little bits and pieces, but he sends us an email back and says, Hey, thanks for your words. I'm not asking for anything. I said that latter in my prior email. I legit would like this to be my last contact with both of you. If you still have if you still have any problems, I'm open to you, not Madison, to call me. My temporary number is blank. By the way, you better if you aren't thinking about putting a ring on it, you're the next X2 little bitch with an eh and a emoji. And I don't know if that made sense, but um so we can just dive into that a little bit. Um, so he, first off, we had this very long abusive relationship. Second off, um, I cut him out of my life completely. Next, he makes an email that I had not blocked. So a brand new email that I have never seen before, have not been able to block and sends me a essay. Okay. A long ass email saying, basically, I'm not doing this. I'm not telling you this. I'm not apologizing for you. I'm apologizing so I can feel complete. Second off, he reopens wounds that I've been trying to heal for years now. He reopens all of these thoughts and feelings that I was feeling in the relationship and makes me feel confused and like I need to feel bad for him. Second off, we send him an email back that says, you don't deserve to talk to me anymore again, which this is not the first time that I had shared that with him. And he replies in the same exact way, in the same exact tone that he would have before his whole forgiveness journey or whatever, which shows me that he hasn't changed and that he was doing this to make me feel bad for him. Um, these kind of narcissistic, abusive, manipulative relationships are so dangerous. And we will get into the red flags again in that next podcast where I'm talking about abusive relationships. But this is disgusting. Men and women both can do this. It is disgusting to act this way for you to be controlling and manipulative and abusive towards your partner. And if you are in that position where I was and where Natalie was a few years ago, get out. I know how hard it can be. I know how dangerous it can be for you. Find somebody in your life who is going to help you get out of that relationship. If it, that person is me, you can always reach out and I will do everything I can to get you into a safe place for your mental and physical health. Um, both of these relationships for Natalie and I are still something that we struggle with every single day to get over and heal from. There is so much hurt that comes with being with somebody like this. There's so much hurt on your mental health. It is disgusting. And I just hope that people out there can understand that, that people like Evan and Mouse Boy can understand that you do not deserve to talk to us anymore. Okay. Uh, Nat does not need to hear about your great accomplishments now because she still wakes up every morning knowing what happened to her and hurting from what happened to her. The same thing goes with me. So please, if you are an ex-boyfriend and you have not been in contact with that person, if that person has done everything in their power to get you out of their life, do not contact them, period, point blank. Okay? I am telling you that Natalie was going to put a restraining order on this person. Why would you contact her? 
what gives you the right and what the fuck is the point, okay? It does nothing but hurt Natalie while trying to make you feel better, while trying to boost your ego. What did you expect she was going to email you back or text you back and say, oh yeah, this is all Gucci? No. And you know what? I'll be quite honest. I sent Mouse Boy a message. I was very pissed off. I sent him a message and I told him to stay the fuck away from my sister-in-law. You don't deserve to talk to her anymore. And I will tell you that I do not become a nice person if you are going to hurt somebody who is close to me, especially someone who I consider family. She is my family. She is my sister-in-law. She is my sister and she's my best friend. And I will protect those people in my life with everything I can, especially in a situation like this. Um, so I just like to say shame on you mouse boy and shame on this fake girl who decided to share that news in a very dim light and in a poor way and to lie to me about it. That's hurtful. And I don't want you in my life anymore. Goodbye. Um, cut off unhealthy people, whether they're friends whether they're boyfriends, even family, because you don't need those people in your life. So all of you beautiful, lovely people out there who are listening, again, if you are in a bad relationship in any way, shape, or form, get out of it. Do everything in your power to get out of it and stay out of it because you don't deserve that. You don't deserve pain. You don't deserve to feel the way that you do in those situations and understand that you can always, always reach out to me. Um, and. Yes. I'm disgusted by this whole situation that happened with Natalie. Um, I'm disgusted at the behavior of Mouse Boy and the behavior of this girl. And I hope that they both understand the hurt that they caused um, in all the ways. Um, yes, that is that. Um I don't really honestly have much more to say for this podcast. Um, I had a whole podcast to talk about that was going to be completely different and this happened and I just, I had to talk about it. I had to talk about it for my sake, for Natalie's sake, and for people out there who have had similar situations happen to them and have been hurt by these situations um, you're not alone. And if you are or have been in an abusive relationship, no matter the level of it, you are not alone. Um, we are all there holding your hand and feeling for you. And we feel your hurt and we feel your struggle. Um, I feel your hurt and I feel your struggle. And I, again, I'm here to talk to um, I'm not going to share my number, but my Instagram is kind of dot dopey, K I N D A dot D O P E Y. You can always message me or you can message me on what it takes to be a woman. This isn't even a plug anymore. I just want people to be safe and to be happy and to be in healthy relationships, whether it is a friendship relation, you know, or boyfriend, girlfriend, or even a family member. Um, so if you're hurting, reach out, um, I don't want this to happen to anybody, especially not somebody that I'm close with and I'm hurt that it happened to Natalie. Um, especially since I know what that feels like and I wouldn't wish that on anybody, especially not Natalie. And oh, Nat, I hope you're listening and just know that I love you so, so much. And you really are my sister. You really are my best friend. And 
I protect you till the day I die, baby. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh-hoo. that is going to be it for today. Um, I hope that you guys got my point. <laughs> and I hope that um, this kind of clears anything up or this all made sense, I guess, because I obviously am upset about the situation. And I know when you're upset, things come out wrong. Um, I think I portrayed the situation pretty well. Again, if you have any questions or concerns, you can always message me on Instagram. Um, next week's episode, we are going to be talking about what it was like for me growing up in a military family. Um, but until then, um, be safe. Don't be fake. <laughs> K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid, and stay dopey. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good.